you guys. It's Daniela back here with Rap Geeks. We're on another episode, and today's special guests are Joe, Chris, and Jimmy. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having us here. Thanks for letting us come out. What's going on, you guys? How y'all feeling today? Feeling good. Feeling good. Got hey, had a day off of work and able to come out here and hang out with you guys. It's, uh, it's a good day. Thank I feel you. horrible. Why? <laughs> I got the Johnson & Johnson shot. Oh man, you might get so, blood clots. So, so yeah. Hey, I'm on, I'm only one clot away from heaven, you know. Yeah, right. Life sucks. I'm ready to go. <laughs> um, <laughs> I had a good run. I'm on the Daniela show. On the Rap Geek <laughs> show. Oh, no. Go out with a bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So these guys are a, a jack of all trades. You guys do a little bit of everything, but it seems to be very precise. To like, you know what you're doing. Um, so who is the producer and who is like, so you're the gym owner, I believe, right? Uh, uh G- Gabe Bernal's not here right now, but oh, uh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. so, 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 uh, we have a partnership for the movie that we'll probably get into that. But the, the producer, the creator here is a goddamn Joe Chris. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, enjoy making this music here. Started out with, uh, a few years ago, actually working on music, maybe, Man, I have to say like 2001 when I first started, but had trials and tribulations of life stopped and just picked it back up uh, last August or so mm-hmm. and doing it for Movida, which is uh, the movement, which is a gym held up by my cousin, Texas hard hitters, Gabe Bernal, big shout out. Um, we did, He came to me one day and was like, hey, man, what do you think about me starting this this boxing gym? And uh, I want to know if, we, if it's something you think I, you know, I should do. And I was like, man, shoot for it, bro. Like. Do it, do it. So he did it, and then so forth, so forth. And then I came to him and was like, man, I want to get back into making some music, and what do you think about me making a song for you, Jim? And he was like, hell yeah. He goes, man, I got this new artist who's up and coming. He's been coming to my gym to work out. Y'all know him as Bo Bundy. Oh, um, yeah. So he's came out, and him and Isaiah DeLeon were both working out at his gym, which started out as just a recreational thing. Mm-hmm. And so I was That's like, why yeah. they stay in shape. <laughs> Yeah, I see, I see. And I was like, hey, look, just uh, just hit him up, man, see what he'll do. And, yeah, man, big shout-out to Bo and Isaiah. Um, we worked on this song called Movida, uh, which actually has a video out for it. Wow. Um, and that was probably one of the uh, – first. that was actually the first song for the gym that we created. And, um, and it's, so it's like it's, a theme song? Yeah, it's for, okay. the, for the whole family, um, for awesome. boxing and, and started the movement for the Latinos. Like, it mm-hmm. was just a big thing that was like – here we come. And my biggest thing was being able to get like certain age groups and certain people from different uh, cultures to be able to display their their uh, knowledge and, and lyrics into what Movida was meaning to them. And if you listen to the song, each one of them kind of have a... I really wish there was there was some some marketing that would have taken place for that song. You know, even even now, because everybody that hears it nowadays is saying, "Wow, this song speaks yeah. to me." I uh, I was one that when I first uh, I, I met I met uh, Joe Chris and and Gabe probably twenty twenty so years ago. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was a kid. Known each other for a while. I, I, yeah, I was. Uh, I was actually. I was. I was. I was. I was younger than they were. So I always mm-hmm. looked up to them. They were like the the cool guys, the tough ones. You know, and so I. Uh, from day one, I always looked up to them, and uh-huh. then when I heard the song, it kind of spoke to me, saying, "Man, these guys are, these guys are really pushing for for uh, a, a pro Latino movement." And, and, and so, I mean, there's there's plenty of of uh, of groups out there. You got your Lulax or you or, or whoever's that aren't doing much, right? And 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 uh, within their 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 you know their their sandbox, they were trying to promote youth and and whether it was in boxing. I mean, I ran into um, 
Isaiah the other day, uh, De Leon at the gym, and the kid can fight. Like, like I mean, as much as he he can rap, he can he can fight. And and I and I, I he came to the gym after the after the video shoot. And so when I when I ran into to Gabe again during COVID, it was um, the gym was kind of you know everybody's you know quarantining and whatnot. And I, I wanted to take my son, so he gave me a moment to bring my kid out there, and that's how I got involved. I just I just loved what they were doing with it, and I felt that maybe I could add some value. And uh, and so that's kind of how then we all started getting together, and everybody kind of had uh, a strong point in their lives where they could, you know, Joe with the music, uh, Gabe with the science of fighting, mm-hmm. you know, and then and then. I I just kind of make things look cool. I put stickers on everything. You glued everything. Together. So you're kind of like the manager behind it <laughs> yeah, all. Yeah, he is. I, I'm the, he I'm, is. I just you make, don't want to accept. I, it, I, I make I make pretty shirts. A uh, a conglomerate. We're a conglomerate. We're a conglomerate. Yeah. You designed this shirt. No, no, no. I would have put more gold in it. I'm real, I'm real like flashy. Oh, my stuff. you're that guy. Black and gold, man. Oh, man. It's the golden standard. It's the what we build. I'm actually a home builder. That, that's what, that's what right. I do. Right. Okay, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, so Gabe is the... The, owner yeah 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 He's, okay and the head trainer well, and... he and i are partners on the on the management of the fighters okay so and uh and but he 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 has a face for tv but okay. he does not like to be on camera. I don't know why. Mm. He's just uh, he's one of those guys, you know. Camera he, shy. Or? Uh, he lets his legacy speak for him. Oh, really? You know, he okay. he, he he helps others and doesn't want any credit for it. I wow, mean, it's yeah. a it's a it's a trait that you know he's a selfless person. You know, he right. he he uh, uh he keeps all of us together. You know, we we all came probably for him. And so, he, I, you know, well, I call him the metal metal. So he's the he's the main guy. Yeah, and this is the big reason we're here today is just to be able to keep pushing the, the the vision he's had like since the beginning, and and he's incorporated us in it. And I think it's important that everybody gets to hear what we actually what we do, the platform we make for these young kids to come out and do what they have to do in the opportunity, whether it's music. It's fighting. Whatever you want to do, if you need to talk to us or, or whatever. If you want to learn to trade, you know, we've had guys that go, went from the gym and actually went to go work on my cruise. Wow. And, then, and then they said, you know, I'm going back to school. That's kind of hard. You yeah. know, or I'm going back to do something else. And uh, But at the end of the day, uh, he's he's one that, that has always always put himself second. I mean, whether it's even, even I mean, I've seen him uh, cook, make nutrition plans for people. Wow. And, and cook them out of his, you know, out of his own place and say, here, I'm going to I'm going to take all the no's away. So he, he takes all the no's away so you can succeed. So if you don't succeed, it's because you didn't want to. It isn't right. because you didn't have everything given to you. Exactly. So he's definitely, uh, uh, you know, hey, engineer, applause. <laughs> Man. So all of you have been friends for quite some time. Mm-hmm. Yes. And all of you are from Houston? Yeah. East side. Yeah, East side, East side Houston. Houston. Wow. And y'all grew up? Yeah, like pretty much. around each other or with each other? Pretty much. So I, I'm from El Dorado. Uh, Gabe's from North Shore, which is all on the okay. east side of town. Um, you know, I'm same neighborhood as Big Chew. Oh, wow. So, okay. yeah, so me and, me and Big Chew have known each other. Um, I'm from Jacinto City, moved to North Shore. Uh, okay, and so okay. uh, Gabe was like, Gabe and them were the first people that kind of took me in. So mm-hmm. I was, uh, that's how I got there. How long has the gym been around? Oh, it's man. been around for I want to say six or seven years. Yeah, it's been yeah. Wow. Um, okay. The new the new branding going from Texas Heritage to Movita has been about a two year two year deal. It's been going on, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, it's been, you know, we've done a remodel in it. We've done all kinds of new things, and uh, uh, you know, it, it's sky's the limit. We're we're even thinking of uh, at some point, uh, you know, having auxiliary gyms because I, I know that all the good we're doing for people in in Porter, Texas. 
there's someone in Jacinto City that might need that. There's someone on, you know, there's someone yeah, um, who can't get there, you know, because right. we so, have a lot to offer. Gabe does. Gabe has a lot to offer for kids who need that foundation. So there are plans it. to extend. Yes. Yes. What we're actually looking at and uh, we're actually looking at a, uh, on 99. There's a there's these new buildings that just went up and okay. we're talking about trying to get a, a location there right across from Regal. Uh, Regal Cinemas ju- just is, it hasn't even opened yet. So we're 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 bidding on a location to try to put in um, our second facility. Ninety nine and ninety nine and Rayford. Rayford, okay. Uh, it's a, that's in the Spring Area, Bender's Landing area. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, and so uh, um, I've been driving by that place while they were building it. I actually bid on building part of part of the interior of the of the of the, of the theater, and uh, so I'm st- you know there's You're the two locations. Over here managing. <laughs> there's, there's that's two, what he does. There's two locations that are still up for grabs, and uh, okay. uh, we're hoping if we can get one of them. You know, maybe have a have more of a of a, of a I, I think I'm thinking more feminine on that one. It would be more of a fitness uh, circuit, a fitness self defense for for women. Okay. Uh, and and because at the grindhouse, you know, it's uh, at the we call it the dungeon. Whenever we go in there <laughs> at the at the Movida gym, it's a uh, it's all work, no play, and it's a uh, it's not for everybody. What yeah. side of town is like Gabe's gym at? Uh, Porter, Texas, yeah, Kingwood, uh, right at the edge mm-hmm. of Kingwood and Porter, right there, off four ninety four, I believe, the loop. Yeah, 59 and uh, 13, 14 area. Okay. So it's more of like just a male-based? No, 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 no. My daughter, she's 12. She's 13 now. She fights there. We have Alaya oh, fighting okay. there. She's a uh, 19 uh, going pro this year. We have, we have, we have, we have, yeah, we have a lot of uh, females in there. It, it's, uh, but there's just so many people that are joining that it's, we're going to need, we're going to need more space. Right. Because yeah, it's some good stuff that Gibbs putting down. So I want everybody to get a piece of it. How do you know when someone's ready to fight? They actually are, I mean. You have I, to train and practice. You I know? think fitness, yeah. is, fitness is key. I think it comes, though, with the mentality. Like, okay. you, you just have if someone comes in and, and says they're ready to fight and yet they're scared to spar, like, you That's can't be the, afraid to get hit. You know, you kind of come, you know, mo- to me, I, you know, lack of a better term, I think most boxers do have a little mental, uh, like, just definitely they're, they're, the they're toughness little, and can, a little can we different. Here? A little different. They were that kid in school. Yeah, yeah, because you have to be. You have to be have that edge and and, and anxiety that makes you drive to the next level. And and you can see that when you talk to people or you know it. And Gabe definitely that's just that's what he does. In the words of Gabe, uh, to to get punched in the face, you got to be a little fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. So so uh, Joe Joe Chris is always like that. Are y'all getting punched in the face? Uh, yeah. I, 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 hey, uh, my, my christening was Gabe punching me in the face. He said, hey, I'm only going to use my jab. So I go spar with him. I'm like, okay, cool. No, He's only no, going to no use no his jab. It was immediate. Bop. I'm like, oh. <laughs> so my profile picture for a while was a busted lip. Like, uh, yeah, <laughs> oh wel- welcome to Movida, you know. My, but, uh, my job is, you know, I am on the ringside for most of the fights of the pro fighters. So I do try to, uh, I'm kind of, I guess, the level-headed guy who... I see things as a third party mm-hmm. because, you know, I, I'm not with the fighters like Gabe is 24-7. So when we go into the ring, I'm I'm pretty calm and, and just view the whole thing. So I try to make sure that nobody acts out of hand because I know you guys have seen corners fighting corners, and I'm not going to get in there. Mm-hmm. We're doing heavyweight fights. I'm not getting in there with this. Yeah. You just these big on guys. I'm just like, hey, y'all back up, which is not what we do. You know, we're professionals, so. He, have y'all he, ever? He, he calms us down. <laughs> no, 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 thank God. <laughs> he, well, there was there was an episode. It could have been something. Yeah. It could have been something. I'm going to talk about it. Can, can, can I can Let's I make you blush? Can, can <laughs> I make ahead. you blush? All right. So we're 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 in Guntersville, Guntersville, Alabama. Uh huh. So that's uh, if you watch a uh, Netflix, that's Meth Mountain. 
that that's a uh, there's a show about it. And so I think we saw one police officer the whole time, and he was yeah, and he was he was my roommate. Oh my god! <laughs> we took him. We took the one police officer. He's one of our coaches. Uh, uh, shouts out to uh, Chris Argueta. Yeah, he's man. a he's a uh, was it Harris County? Yeah, sheriff. He's a sheriff. So so he uh he's a uh, he's been training a lot of our guys. He's actually grew up fighting, and he he's fought and he's fought with some you know world class athletes. Uh, and uh, now he, he gives back to the kids, and he. He works all day, comes back, and he trains the kids. But we're at, we're at the fight, and uh, we we walked into hostile territory. So mm-hmm. we're supposed to lose. They picked us because they said, "Oh, this guy's fought in two or three years. There's no way he can beat the six foot seven giant." Right. We go to the weigh-ins, and uh, besides us, I think there was like one other Hispanic there, which the was big, big, the big, big Brown. They yeah. call him Big Brown. Is uh, he's actually gonna make his pro debut for UFC or for wow. for MMA uh, this year, and. Uh, so he allowed us in. I mean, he saw another Hispanic. He probably hadn't seen one in years because it's Guntersville, <laughs> Alabama. Right. He's like, hey, ven pa' aquí. Are we related? We're like, we hey, probably are, bro. We you know? are really yeah, we're always related. And so he let us in there. And uh, it, it was funny that that the the other camp was uh, was staring at us a little bit. like oh, look, at these, look at these little Mexicans coming right. in. Right. You know, but, but then. Little Mexicans. <laughs> So, so, so this little Mexican was at the was at the it was eating wings on the road with the with the other little Mexican we call him Silverback. So, so uh, uh, Chris, <laughs> everyone's a little Mexican here. Chris, Chris is short, but he's as short as he is. He's wide, man. He's just oh, just, man. just just he's a massive dude. And then and so my daughter's with us, and we have our cab driver. She's like a six foot seven girl. She's huge. And then uh, so Gabe says, "Hey, man, they got all their friends over here. You want y'all to come over here too? Because it's just Kiki and me and and Shane." I said, "All right, let's go." Mind you, we're dressed up like cartel. We're all bla- we're, we're all black and gold. Yeah. We got gators. Everyone's all scared of y'all. Well, we got gators, <laughs> you know, covering our face. And my, my daughter makes a lot of our stuff, so she she had made these new gators that uh, that have like a like a old English name. It said movida all down your face, and oh, we're all black man. and gold. And I remember this. this your one, favorite colors? Yeah, black and gold <laughs> or white and gold. But, but she, um, she knows well, what it's about. <laughs> so one of the guys actually uh, says, "Hey man, hey that that dude, the dude you fighting, he's with a bunch of essays." Hey, yeah, yeah, and, and it was almost like it mind it messed with his mind. Like, oh, why are Mexicans backing up this brother? Like, well, what's going right. on? That is not normal. They're like, oh man, you, I don't know. And then so, <laughs> these essays. So we get, so, I haven't heard that in a long time. So, so I hear this right, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna play this so good. So I go back. I'm going through all my my luggage, and I like get some. I get these stingray boots, and I get this belt buckle, and I'm. Dr- I mean, I, I played the part. I mean, I, I was. I looked like I was El Chapo's nephew. Wait, you like carry the stuff around with you? Well, I carried boots because because I, I I I just do. I carry a pair of boots. I don't know. I'm I'm, I'm from Texas. Right. I carry a pair of boots. But the way I put the outfit together, it wasn't meant to be that way. I, <laughs> all was I needed was like a, an essay. I needed a golden gun. Is all I needed. But oh but, man. <laughs> but yeah, so we get in there. We we win the fight. Forty forty nine seconds. Uh, oh, second knockout. TKO. Yeah, TKO. The, the guy got Bambi legs. Couldn't get up. Dang. And so our fighter, you know, was excited. He hasn't felt glory in three years. You know, he's been he's been uh, he became a father and is working hard every day. And then he gets back into boxing. So he goes back into boxing and knocks this guy out. That's been clearly talking. I mean, for two two hundred and twenty people were just sitting there calling him. A, I think they called him a, a, a thigh from KFC. He said they, that his body looked like a, a chicken thigh. I mean, just just they were just bashing us. And then he gets. I'll tell you out. where they had it wrong. They uh. They planned their uh, after party before the fight. They invited oh, us the to it. The victory after party. Before we, yeah. Man, so just kind of like throwing y'all down before you yeah, even yeah, get a chance. Yeah, yeah, before we get there. And then our fighter just knocks them out. And, and then our fighter squats down and says, come on, let's go to the party. Right? Let's go, let's go to the party. Am I invited to the after party? And so he, that's- then he's starting to go to the corner. And so, 
you know, Joe, Joe's like, yo, hey, we don't act that way. You got to chill. You got to chill real quick because the other party, you know, we're in another state. And right. it's It's only, and I don't know how to fight, so <laughs> <laughs> I'll put that out there now. Yeah, we. I just had to grab him. I pulled him back and was just like, hey, look, we're good, man. You, you spoke with your hands. You don't have to say anything else. That's it. You did right. your part. That's what we're here for. We're because they were lo- they were looking for a rematch after the fight. Yeah, so and like even the whole fans were kind of taunting a little bit, like upset that their main fighter uh, got knocked out by a Texan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you expect? Yeah. We fight down here. I was fight. I was fighting on the way here. I was like, this girl like swerved in front of me, and I'm like filming at the same time. I have like a tripod in my car, like filming, and I'm like honking. I'm like, get out of my way, and I'm just like, I will fight you. There is no punks in <laughs> like Texas. Little. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, we fight down here. Road rage is real. Yep, yep. But I guess that really shows, like true fighters that sometimes you don't even need training it's just the fight is naturally within you do you see that we call it the dog in the fight um there's a lot of people that can be trained uh you know one two one two but unless unless you can take a punch and keep 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 calm and 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 sit and you know sit back and continue to to fight you know to to uh, unleash your attack you're not gonna do well in boxing you know you were asking how do you know someone's ready and and you know it goes right back to sparring because there's if if I go to any gym right now and I say hey I got mitts who wants to catch mitts I got a line down every every kid in there wants wants to catch mitts they want to show off you know they want to show me what they can do but the mitts don't really hit back but if you t- if you say who wants to spar all of a sudden oh, I, I got I got homework I got I got <laughs> right. and it's, but then there's other kids and and I'm fortunate that my daughter's this way but she comes home mad and says man they didn't let us spar today. I want to spar. So why don't you spar me, Dad? I'm like, I don't want to spar you, little girl. What if you hit me hard? You know, right. like I, I, I don't, I don't, and I get mad and I hit you back. But no, right. <laughs> but no, it's a, it's definitely a, a, something that that uh, it, it's just either in you or it's not. And you'll find, you know, boxing's either gonna uh, sparring and fighting's either gonna uh, increase the flame or put it out. When you get hit, it's either gonna increase the 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 the, the want for glory or it's gonna turn it off. Have you seen people come in and just like walk out because they thought they could do that and go professional? Or is it every single time somebody walks in, they're serious? It happens. I uh, keep it like that. I, I personally yeah. uh, have experienced it myself. I walked in one day and said, "Hey, I want, <laughs> I want, I want to go pro before I, you know, because I've done everything else that I've everything I've ever put in front of me, I accomplished. Uh, and so I said, that's gonna be my next goal, just because I'm gonna do it. And then Gabe starts doing the fitness part of it. I said, I can't even get through a workout. How the heck am I going to get through a fight? And so we're working on that. You know, it might still, but I walked out. I said, you know, I'm going to walk out. I'm going to go get Gatorade and make shirts. I'm going to go do. I'm going to go find new paint for the walls because I was like, I, I need to help somehow because it, it ain't fighting. That ain't, that ain't for me. But yeah, it happens. We'll just, yeah. well, it, there's, there's people just not cut for that. You know, there's just folks who can't. Who just don't do it. So, but Gabe, Gabe definitely has the answers to that a little more than we. And he'll do. shoot you straight. That's the one thing that you, 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 you. That's all you can ask out of someone is say, "Hey, just, just don't lie to me. Don't let me get in and get beat up. Like, tell me, do I have it?" And a lot of times, just say, "Hey, look, man, you know, as an amateur that goes out and maybe whatever you can, you might be able to do something, but I don't really see. I don't, I don't think you'll be successful in the sport. Being yeah. a professional athlete is a lifestyle, isn't it? Yeah. It's, it's like with any career. It has to be a lifestyle. So, like, you know, you see these kids come in and then they they start to change because they fall in love with that that fight behind them that they have naturally that comes out. And it's like they start eating a particular type of way. Um, they start training a particular type of way. You start to see the drive. Do you normally see that in the people who come in and you feel like, okay, they're not going to be that? No, I think a lot of folks don't have discipline. 
Okay. And and that's mm-hmm. a reason a lot of them come in too because some of them don't have that structure at home. And Gabe, this is where the movement actually started was being able to to give kids who don't have that structure at home, being able to give them a platform that they can have to see that they want to come and do something every day. And he's taking some fighters that have been uh, that he's worked with and say, "Hey, let's see if you got the amateur uh uh ability to get out there and perform in amateurs." But a lot of them like, you know, they maybe all they want to do is show up and work out and get get with the camaraderie that's in the gym, and that's fine too, as long as we know we're doing our part to keep a lot of these kids off the street and stuff, and give them a, a place that they can call home. You ever see somebody come in and just be like, "I just want to work out," blah blah blah, yeah, and yeah. all of a sudden they're like, "You're like, dude, this is the guy." <laughs> yeah, we call them unicorns. They walk into your gym and you're like, "Oh my god, he came. He's a he's a winner out of the box." Like we don't. Wow. We, all we got to do is have them, you know, put on a pair of shorts yeah. and get you go out there. And uh, we're fortunate we 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 we've had a, we we have it we have some of those in the gym. Uh, there's there are also a lot of a lot of people that come in there that have zero expectation. So I always tell them I'm more of a I'm more of a of a glasses half full kind of guy. So I tell them, hey, you got nothing to you got nothing to lose but everything to gain. I mean, if if you walk out right now. You're not going to win anything, right. but 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 I mean, if you try it, you're not going to lose anything. You, you you're still going to you know the worst thing that can happen is you might know how to throw a punch, mm-hmm. and, and so we have seen where 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 sometimes um and I've I've noticed it more with my little girl, she walks in there and I I I told her one day I said hey why don't you hang out with the new the, the new girl I just showed up she's like dad she's not serious I said what do you mean she's not serious she doesn't have her pony she doesn't have her hair up. It takes one to know one. She, she, I said, it takes I, one to know one. I, I was like, wow. It's, uh, you almost felt, you know that joke whenever uh, uh, there's the, the one they call the essays got on sneakers. Yeah, or, or boots. The, the boots. Essays <laughs> got on boots in jail and, and, everybody, and everybody's running around getting scared. She's like, she don't got her hair up. She ain't going to fight. I was like, Dang. oh. I was like, okay. And this is a 12-year-old just right. talking about a 16-year-old like, nah, she ain't going to do nothing. It's like, and But that's just, you know, that's the difference between a four-month trained person and uh fresh coming in the door and it's beautiful to see that Transition. To, to, to to see them kind of you know all, all of that all of that uh um self-esteem just believing in themselves and, and i mean they start getting a little cocky at some point you got to humble them down but but it's beautiful to see a kid that has a you know his eyes are always fixed to the ground won't look at you mumbles their words to all of a sudden saying hey we actually didn't do this you know i still need to get this done in my workout and and i mean they're, they're they start being little adults and it's just a beautiful thing to see in all yeah. ages. Yeah, yeah. See that. Wow, amen. So let's jump. I know we we're getting like so serious into the topic. <laughs> um, so you with your music on, so Joe Chris. Yes. Um, like where did you begin? So it started, oh, I have to say maybe seventh grade. I actually was a, a DJ for my middle school. No so way. The, yeah, the affinity for music grew since seventh grade. I would DJ our little uh, school parties here and there, and it lasted up to maybe my freshman year mm-hmm. where I would DJ. And then one day uh, it just kind of was like, man, I want to try and do this. But, of course, I couldn't couldn't afford anything. So most of the time I would uh, not beatbox, but I would play, you know, drums or always beat on the table and have friends that would just rap. But it wasn't until later, maybe like 2001, where I actually uh, decided to invest in myself and figure it out. Never had any proper training. Uh, just bought my first keyboard, learned how to sequence on it, do my thing, make some tracks, work here and there. Then I linked up with these guys uh, – 
that knew how to sing and rap. And I just started making tracks and really working on a craft. I mean, I'm sure if I go back and listen, it sounds like, you know, pots and pans <laughs> and very basic. But uh, I met up with these other artists that, that today I still, my circle is very small. Mm-hmm. Um, my whole envision when I did start music was, again, to create a platform for people who want to get heard or, or and also enjoy coming in with, talent that that you're you you both coming up together right. you know versus being out there yeah you know we all want to be out there and go make tracks for jay-z or, or this and that but and do it on your own as well yeah yeah and i think it, it's you know gabe and i are, are from the same cloth of that way being that we like to be able to say that we have our hands on this from the bottom and uh today you know i i i still have those artists which are uh rizzo d t king uh big said and marky malice marky malice is a cousin-in-law of mine um, he's, he's basically with us on this podcast we do do, but, uh, I started linking up again with the gym and we got back into the music game with the Movida song and Gabe and I decided to put a project together that we named after our grandfather. Oh, wow. Yeah. His nickname is, uh, was Schoolboy mm-hmm. in, in, in school. Um, he's a big, uh, he's a big influence on our virtues of what Gabe and I believe in and, and and how, how our work ethic uh, proceeds till today. And we decided to do this project together, and we brought on maybe about three or four different artists. And it, it was kind of like, let's try this, let's see what happens, and then boom. And then, you know, working with several artists and uh, different calls started coming in from different artists who need tracks, who wanted me to help them with their EPs. And those EPs haven't dropped yet, and I'm still working with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I uh, got with Big Chew. And you know Big Chew. Yeah, man. Big Chew, <laughs> big shout out. Cool. Yeah, big shout out to you, bro. And we've been wanting to work together, and we had this song called Rasa. Uh-huh. And Big Chew and I have had this song maybe for, man, I've probably had the track. We probably had maybe a little bit less than a year. Uh-huh. And he hit me up and was like, yo, I let, uh, I let Lo G listen to it. He goes and Loji says he he's has, real cool. Yeah, yeah. Lo, he said Loji has to be on this. And big shout out to Loji. He's good people. Um, Am I Hondurans out there? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Loji, uh, we we finally met. So Loji and I didn't meet until the video shoot. Okay. And since then, Loji and I have almost talked every day. Wow. Since the video shoot, he hits me up. I hit him up. Um, questions, whatever he answers, and vice versa. And. I hit up. Uh, I wanted to be able to get a bunch of bunch of crowds, so I called on Isaiah DeLeon, who who does have a younger fan base. He is from Northside, isn't he? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, he's from my family's neck of the woods. Oh, okay. Yeah. Big I saw shout his out. face. I was like, yeah, I know who he is. <laughs> yeah. So him and I have done work together too. He has a really? song called Malandro that I produce. Okay. That also has a video that he went out to California wow. to go and do this video and this song. Um, very good song. Um, he's given me another platform with again different artists, right? Um, different different age group, different artists. I'm a, I'm an older gentleman who uh, I I just I love music. Um, and back to the subject. So working with Low G has uh, is bringing even more more folks coming into to my future pathway of music. Um, you know, God willing, things things keep going forward to uh, 
to be able to bring us into it. It's he's not even. Right. It's, it's not about a calling. me. Yeah, he, he always says us, but he won't put me in a song. Ah, <laughs> uh, well, they won't put you in the boxing ring either. Yeah. You're gonna get knocked out, bro. Man, Jesus, <laughs> no love. But yeah, so uh, I actually built my own studio just so I could get on a song. Man, <laughs> oh, I just, thought it was for the podcast. Well, it turned into that because I, I, we realized I can't sing either. So, oh man, but I can build it. Yeah. So we're working uh working this song has again has really really opened up new barriers, new doors. It's actually got me in connections with you and with mm-hmm. Big Jews also send me this way. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so that's how I linked up with you guys and and wanted to just get the get the message out that uh, that it, it's about more than just us. It's, it's about everybody, uh, right. you know, the movement. And, and we titled the song Raza versus La Raza mm-hmm. for the fact that it's every race. Right. We're not just going to uh, singular out one just race. Just our people, right. Everybody yeah. goes through what we, we've all go through and gone through. It doesn't matter what your color is. I mean, recently, you know, the, the Asian community is dealing with it. I mean. Uh, ah, it's just terrible. Yeah. And it's, mean, it's. Hate's just ugly. Right. And it's just mind-blowing how all of a sudden everything has just been put to the surface, right? So everybody is just like, oh, this is happening. That It's like these things have been happening for so long. It's it's, it's, yeah. a, it's Apple iPhone. It's 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 all the smartphones. It's uh, it's the media. Everybody outlet. has a camera now. And everybody, everybody can go live. About it. And everybody yeah. can go live too. And six six degrees of separation, you're able to get, get, get your message out there. I mean, almost within hours, the whole world can know what's going on if it's if it's a big enough story. <laughs> with the artists you've worked with so far... Have any of them come across experiencing like racism and just like oh, yeah. a terrible way that's yeah, impacted their uh, life? So I have a, a guy I've worked with named Rizzle O.D. Uh, okay. He's he's gone through some stuff. Uh, I don't I don't really want to talk about, but he actually has music out that 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 speaks about the stuff he's gone through. Okay. Um, he has v- videos out. Um, song called "I Can't Breathe." Um, actually was kind of recorded as soon as George Floyd's thing came out. Mm-hmm. Um, he he has a big platform coming out too. Um, another thing is, is I, I would have to say that most of us have gone through certain things. You know, we're all victims to certain situations that come out. Um, and for me, it's, it's not about moaning or groping on that situation. It's about knowing where you stand and, and being able to, to move forward and like be bigger than that, be bigger than that. And I feel like it, it, it's... You know, it, it's time that everybody needs to know about us, meaning Rasa. Like, everybody needs to know about what we've gone through, what we go through, and what our parents or their parents, like, everybody has gone through. And and I think it's it's that's what's important to me, is being able to, uh, people to hear our message. Go ahead. <laughs> what I was going to say is that uh, what spoke to me about about his music was that we were sitting, we were in a van for about two, three hours driving from that from uh, from that what, what airport was that, that was Atlanta, it? Atlanta uh, up to up to this this place we we're going to go fight, and you know uh, he was he's playing music and I was like man I like that track he's like it's mine this one's mine too I was like what the heck when did you become a famous rapper right <laughs> you know? right I was like what the heck and so uh, so we're on we're on there and then I'm telling him man. If all if you could put this in Spanish, because I have I have forty seven employees and these guys are like they they just got here some of them you know and then wow. and then uh, these guys are they bust their butts for their families for I mean I got I you know I I know a guy that was sixteen and now he's you know he's thirty but uh, but he's built an entire you know thing for his family and he's raised kids and he's a good guy and he busts his butt and so I was telling him I was like there's so if they could hear 
what you're, you know, what you're saying, they would not feel alone because I talked to, you know, I'll go, um, I spend more time now with the boxing, but, uh, but, uh, for the most part, um, I would, I would be on the job sites with my guys and we'd eat lunch together and they're sitting there telling me how they felt that they have to live in the shadows and they have to keep their mouth shut. And if something, something happens to them, they can't raise their hand because they're afraid of someone asking them where they're from. And then to hear that, you know, they, that part of, of, you know, there was a there was a movement going on with, with with music because it almost it almost capsulates what's going on, and and you gotta listen to it and you gotta and and it's not gonna go away, and so for me that's also why I was like, there's got I, I can't just be part of the of the of the box and I also want to be a part of all of it because it's all good stuff. It's uh when I I remember I don't know what Gabe will tell you about what movida meant to him or or or, or Joe will tell you, but for me it was always if you got one crazy Hispanic he's a pendejo. You got two of us. It's a movement, right? And, and 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 it only takes you know two, three, four people to care about a cause to make to to affect change. And so that's why I'm so happy that even though we 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 met as young as young men, we all went our own directions. We all started our own families. We all planted our own seeds, and we all built our own little kingdoms. And we're able to come back together and under one under one uh, umbrella, you know. Uh, try to affect change as best as possible. Instead of me going north, them going west or south, we're all wa- walking in the same direction for the same same objective, and it's to to actually empower our people and empower anyone that 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 is being well, has a thumb on their neck, and so that they know that they're not alone, and it's and it's not going to happen. And if we need to, you know, raise funds and and make events and and and, and heck, if we have to uh, give someone legal aid, whatever it is, we we we're gonna we stand up and we're gonna we're gonna do our you know put up our best fight because that's all we got is each other. Right. Do you feel like maybe we didn't speak up before as Hispanics because I think we, we still, were taught I th- that? I think we still don't. I think it was a language barrier. A lot of it is, is they want to say something, but there's no one who can understand them or listen to what, what, what's really going on. And, and, and like he said, they're afraid to say something because, dang, if I say something or even go to the hospital for something. I, I mean, may, I may e- have to even, go back, you know. Even today, it's happening. We talked about it the other day. You and I were talking about the the whole the the this, the disparity and and people saying that you know Hispanics sometimes aren't in, aren't as involved in their children's academics as other as other races, right? And it, and I and I think it's by design. You know, if I come over here legally or illegally, whatever I come, I sh- I'm here and I have a passport, I can I can use that or a Mexican consulate card. I can sign my child up for school, but I cannot. I cannot go in and check them out with that same card because you need a Texas ID to walk into the school because of the mass shootings. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Everyone tells me that until, until I had an employee say, Jimmy, can, can I put, can, can you go with me? We're going to add you. An employee's telling me, I want to add you or your wife to come help me pick up my daughter. And it, it brought, you know, it, it reminded me of being that kid. And so to know that, you know, uh, you got Joe Chris that's out there. He he put himself through school. He he you know he's 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 made a good life for himself. And that he could say because a lot this happens a lot. I call them coconuts. There's so many people that they make a good life for themselves. They back out. They say, "Hey, I'm good. I'm not worried about. I'm not worried about illegal immigration. Stop. Build a wall. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not. You know, because they're they're okay now. It's right. it's like uh, it doesn't affect me. You know what? It doesn't affect Joe Joe or myself. But we know that we'd be hypocrites if if we sit here and act like that's not where that's not where I come from. Right. Everybody started somewhere, and so. Uh, that's why I think your music's powerful, man. I wish I could say everybody could hear it. Yeah, yeah. Maybe soon. Soon. It's going to be out there soon. I uh, We got some more music coming. I'm working more. I guess the stuff we put out does have a lot of, uh, now, as of late, is having a lot of Spanish and English. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm working on a new project with the Salmex. Is that um, the project that drops this year? 
looking forward to it. I'm having trouble dropping a project because I got people wanting to come and need tracks here, need tracks there, and a lot of tracks that I've made and I still have banked up that I'm having to show these tracks and get folks on it. Um, but I think I'm, I'm right now, what I'm really concentrating on is getting music out with different artists. So I'm working on EPs. I'm getting one with uh, the sound mix. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the sound mix. He's uh, It's amazing. Yeah, he's really good. He sings everything. He raps wow. everything. He's kind of cool. Spanish cumbia, and English. Everything. Yes. Wow. And he has his and he has his own genre, man. That 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 cumbia bayeton yeah. music. Like it, it is. Oh, okay. It's like that stuff that's hitting LA big. So it, we're it, working on the, yeah. on some stuff together right now that hopefully can be out of here in in late summer or so. But we're uh, we've been working daily. I was there yesterday. We we're in the studio yesterday, putting in some work. Um, hopefully soon, you guys get to enjoy. Uh, enjoy this stuff coming out and, and it's going to speak for us. So I think the longer a project takes to come out, the better it is. Cause I, I see so many people and like, obviously we're all the same industry. So entertainment, when it comes to artists or even like me as an actress, like these projects that we all work on, the longer it takes, it's like the better because you're, you're not rushing, right? Rushing or, or you just don't accept for, Oh, I'm only doing eight songs. And those are the first eight you've ever made. No, so like, yeah, so like with me, I, right now, me and Soundmix, we may make ten or twelve songs, and maybe only pick the top eight that we care for. Wow. And then, or, 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 and it's hard to say that because I think almost most of the stuff jams, but the thing is, is not for this moment. Right. It's not for that moment. Some stuff is like, okay, well, not now. And then all of a sudden, I've gone back to listen to tracks that I made, and then I've shown them to people that I may have made five years ago, and mm-hmm. they're like, oh my god. Where's that been? And it's like, oh, okay. Well, back then when I made it, it was like, all right, to me. And then, and then when I hear it again, I'm like, wait, you're right. You know, you actually sound really good on this, and you've made this track now look, you know, sound pretty good. And and then there I go mixing around it and adding more instruments here and there, taking them in and out, and boom, we got something. Is the goal to stay with the movement as time is, or is the goal to be ahead of the curve? Try to be ahead of the curve. Okay. Try to be the head of the curve as much as we can, um, because we like to we like to say we like we, 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 we like to prevent news rather than report it. So if there's a way that we can you know start something new that 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 keeps people that that puts us in a gives us a platform where we're, we we're not talking about the lack of education, but we're talking about the education that the kids did get or the things right. that did happen. And so um, you know uh, I think everybody has has a positive uh, that they want to bring to the world. And so, so we're, uh, you know, as long as we, we all, we all always, uh, put our best foot forward and always keep it pure. Right. I, I think that the conglomerate should, should hold strong for years to come. Yeah. And then, you know, just to give you another brief history about me, I, uh, so I did start music, but at the same time I did, I do have a, I did go get my nursing degree. So I am a nurse wow. by trade. Yeah. So I'm an operating room nurse. I, uh, so we got a good cut, man. Yeah. So that's my, that's my, uh, nine to five and that's my career. I've, I've got a career. Um, music is something I do because I really love, um, it's a passion. And again, it's a platform that I can put out for other people. So is it something that I'm looking to grind or go back and, and, you know, we've all been in the streets at times, but, but, um, this is something that I love to be able to, to pay forward. That's crazy. You have a particular heart. I find that the people around me who are like first responders, I have a lot of people around me who are doctors for some reason, and all of them have a particular type of patience. You have a particular type of heart 
to do what you do. And that itself just says a lot about you as a person, like minus the music. I mean, the fact that you are a nurse and you do those things is it's mind blowing. And it's really I mean, I applaud you for that. I couldn't do that. I mean, for sure you couldn't do that either. You know, I actually we both can't fight. We both can't, you know, (laughs) care in that way. His his wife is a a nurse also. She was a COVID nurse. Yeah, I actually was. I, I was in nursing school with her. Uh, wow. And I was like, this is not for me. Yeah. Uh, this is not for me. So, But I did volunteer some time for the COVID. Uh, when, when COVID was really bad, I did go to the hospitals before the injections and all that. And, and myself had COVID. I had it pretty bad. And I did get antibody tested. And so this kind of gave me the confidence to go and help out at different hospitals. Um, whatever was needed. You know, I was sent to these floors. Stuff I have no experience in, but I was there to lend a helping hand. And, and one thing I have to say, and, and, it, and it did hit my heart that – uh most of these patients were probably, believe it or not, between their 30s and 50s. And hold on, I'm going to take you to another demographic. They were Latinos. And it hurt, my, it hurt me. It hurt me hard. Like, it, I, it just it touched me on a different level. And uh, Do you think it was lack of awareness? or uh, Yeah. Because uh, what I heard from a lot of the people that, that at, uh, at, over at Methodist, because uh, I, would, I would take them food. I think, and I think it's a machismo stuff. thing. I think exactly. as soon as you know you're sick or something's wrong, I ain't going to no doctor. To yeah, that's uh, that's how we are, yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and then they go to work and they get the rest of the guys sick. Yeah, and it, pass, and it pays, passes forward. You know, where I got it from, I don't know. You know, I do work in the medical field, and uh, unfortunately, my wife caught it also, and she got really sick. Um, God bless her heart. I love you, Daisy. That's my wife. Uh, she's my heart and soul. And, and when she got it, that's it, it became really real. I, and as a parent, because I had to be at home and, and watch the kids, and I probably got it as bad as, as anyone else who should have been in the hospital, but both of us couldn't be in the hospital. So here I am grinding with the kids. But back to that story, yeah, it was really hard seeing the the – the Latino base and a young crowd. Like, you know, most folks are like, Oh, well the elderly are getting man. Uh, it's a, uh, for most of you, it's real. Do you think it's because like we wait till we get so sick? Like right yeah, now I'm yeah, in like sure. dying pain and I, na- I never say anything. I just put a smile, we're, put we're my face on like camera. That. Yeah. We're, we're raised, you know, you're a punk, you know, if, if, if you can't go to the if nurse because your dad has to take off a word to come get you, so you better have cancer. Yeah. Are you, you got? Have- <laughs> <laughs> you better have gotten shot in the head or like, something. You better have cancer when we get to the doctor. Right. Or, or you go in and you play football and you get hit hard. Back then, we didn't know it was a concussion. Your your coach or your whoever would your coach was, whether it was your dad or uncle or whatever coach in the little league team. Get your butt back in there, boy! Don't stop being that. You know, stop being little little. Puss. I've had guys that that uh. Oh, does OSHA listen to your show? I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not gonna talk about Ocean Drive Slim. No, no, no. OSHA, the the, the oh. occupational safety. <laughs> oh, I was like, what? <laughs> well, no, so we had a, we had a guy that uh. Are oh, you talking about the ones that work for the other company? Yeah, yeah. We had a guy, not our guy, <laughs> cross the street guy. I guess we'll find out. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> we'll so, find so, out later. So the guy, the guy, uh, he's walking backwards, shooting nails, building a wall because you build a wall by putting uh, your 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 toe board and your and then and then your your top plate and then you put the 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 stud members in between them every sixteen inches, and you got to nail them. So he's walking backwards. The the hose gets caught and he shoots himself in the foot. <gasps> he yanks it out. He said, tightens his boot. And he says. I'll be able to finish the day, but tomorrow I won't be able to work because I have to cut my boot off when I get home. I said, the heck you will. You got to go to the doctor, get a tetanus shot and, and this and that. But he was like, well, no, the last time it happened, that's that's how we did. Because I, I, mind you, I absorbed some crews from other guys that were just horrible, horrible. And the guys were like, hey, can we work Like they didn't know now? what they were doing or what? Well, no, no. Like there was a, there's a lot of, uh, I, I, call, I call them uh, uh, 
like labor pimps out there. Basically, there's a guy with papers. He goes and gets a bunch of subcontract work from like uh, these builders or whatever, and then he just takes the money, gives them a piece of it. They do the work, and he keeps his half. Hmm. And so I wanted to make my company differently. The where, ultimate finesse. Where, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean. And I think it's horrible. So what we did differently is that we actually brought all our guys on hourly. So it's like where, oh, where, wow. whether or not we 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 finish the house on time, whether we win or lose, you're going to make your paycheck. You could you can make decisions and commitments on your getting a house or a car, or whatever, uh, based on that. But but before I go off on that, back to back to what I was saying, the way they're raised, that's how we're raised. Like you're not allowed to call the nurse and say you're sick. You're going to take a day off. This guy shot himself in the foot and said he wanted to finish the day. <laughs> and, and and you know and, and that's and this that, is so. a Latino. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, wow. it, it's uh, I, I think I think Lo G said it in a song. La sangre es muy pura. You know, yeah. I was like and and he literally would say stuff like that. He's like, nombre, yo, yo soy hecho. You know, and just macho. And and that's also why you know you catch COVID. You don't say anything. You don't. You know, you go to you go to the to the mix and mingle and without a mask on because you drink Modelo, you're not worried about Corona. <laughs> right, yeah, really. And, and so, you know... All the it, alcohol kills it. No, yeah. And you saw the aftermath, you know? So, para yeah. lo que están escuchando, do not do that. Yeah, yeah. COVID We're is real. It's it. okay. It's okay. <laughs> They're still going to do up, it. We're turn still up, turn up. <laughs> Chris will take care of us next week. Oh, no. <laughs> right? Everybody get on that work leave for a few weeks. Oh, man. <laughs> but, man, what a movement. What... I mean, this is just so inspiring to me, and I know that this is going to be inspiring to so many other people who hop on this and watch this back. Um, you guys have any shout-outs? Go ahead, Jimmy. Oh, wow. Okay, so um, can I, can I shout-out? have a list. Out? All right, so I just I want to say, hey, guys, uh, um, thank you for giving us a platform to come out here and speak on. No, absolutely. Um, um, there's definitely been a we've – had, we've had our, our share of ups and downs with the, with the team itself because you take a bunch of, I said, leaders in their own industry, and then you put them together – Everybody's got to put their ego aside for the greater good. And so we've all had to deal with that myself big time because I have my ego is bigger than this room. Like I just I believe in myself so much that I I, I always think that my way is the right way. But mm-hmm. I've come to learn that sometimes just, uh, you know, listening and there's a better way. There's a there, there's there's a there's a. Um, uh, not as not as chaotic way to do things, and so for that, I just want to you know want to shout out Gabriel Nall, man. He he uh, he's been uh, he's been of sound mind and always always uh, and and Salmex. I mean, those two guys have we probably started doing the the, the podcast because of because of them and uh, at Jimmy's. And then World. I gotta meet these guys. <laughs> come yeah. to the show. We need okay, you on the show. Okay, I'll come. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll work I'll definitely schedule schedule that out. So uh, June twelfth, El okay. Tigre Promotions. Alfonso Lopez is having a, a, a fighting back in Texas. So if anyone saw seventy three thousand people went to the to the the, the Dallas Cowboys Stadium for a fight, well, we can only fit four thousand here. So buy your tickets quick. We'll, we'll post the link below. But uh, we have fifteen bouts of professional boxing, and uh, I'm gonna be in there live on my Instagram. For yeah, she's actually. Uh, we're trying to get her to come out and enunciate the fight. So Jimmy's Jimmy's World's gonna be having a. a, a a table there, a ringside. So if you'll grace us with your presence, we'd love to have you. Man, if you're telling me that I can say whatever I want, man. You can say whatever you want. You just can't say two words, and I'll tell you after, okay, after the okay. show what two of those are. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer culture is real. Oh, man. Yeah, no. I don't I don't really, I don't pay attention to it. But, um, yeah, so you have any shout-outs? Yeah, big shout-out. First, again, for, first and foremost, my wife. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, Gabe Bernal, we wouldn't be here without you, brother. You know that. Tell you many times. Um, big shout out to iBuild, which is uh, iBuild Texas, which is Jimmy's company uh, here. They've taking care of us uh, quite uh, quite well. Um, 
Big shout out to the artists, the Sal Mix, Big Chew, Marky Malice, Rizzle O.D., Big Said, Texas Titan, um, Sig Sawyer, um, Killavelli, um, Low G. Um, thank you guys, man, for being there. Bo Bundy, uh, Isaiah DeLeon, I'd like to thank you guys for uh, helping us continue the movement. Um, you can follow me at Produced by Joe Chris on Instagram and uh, Premier Bullies Joe Chris on Facebook. Uh, that's that's pretty much it. If I forgot you, and, and those of you who support me now before the world notices, thank you very much. And uh, and trust me, the movement's going to move with or without you. So get on the bandwagon, help us out, keep us going forward. Another big thing, May 30th, we are having a, a – Movida Texas Hard Hitters is having a uh, – uh, it's a pro event, so we're gonna have everybody that's gonna be on the card. If you you know when you go to a boxing match, you usually want to get a signed gloves, a signed shirt. You want to meet the fighter, but he's in the zone. He's at the, he's at a fight. Right. So May thirtieth, before the fights actually happen, we're gonna have every fighter that's on the card is coming to our gym. They're gonna do a pro workout and they're gonna have a sparring event for some amateurs. So we're gonna have uh, we're gonna have Houston barbecue there. Uh, we're gonna also be selling some drinks and some and and some swag. And we're gonna have, uh, I believe that that we're gonna, there's other there's like two other podcasts that are coming just because we're gonna have just different live stuff going yeah, on. Yeah. And come and meet the Movida family, man. Don't be afraid to say hi. We're not uh, come we're not with them. We're not assholes. Yeah. <laughs> Get their autographs. <laughs> yeah, we got some great fighters out there. We have some 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 female fighters that are gonna be uh, wow. that they're gonna be up there. So if uh, if you're a young lady that wants to. You know that you've been told boxing's for boxing's for boys. They're dead wrong. Some of the best boxers are, are, are you know, are women. Yeah, follow and follow Gabe uh, Movida Fighting on it's Instagram. Movida dot fighting. Movida dot fighting on, to, on IG to be able to follow and, and know when that event's going to happen. And uh, you can Google Texas Hard Hitters uh, Boxing, and you'll find the location. So, man, we love to have you guys come out, support the movement, um, and continue to move with us because uh, this is this is all a good cause and and. And we love what we do, man. I hope you can feel the passion, but we love what we do. Man, thank you so much for coming out, you guys. Um, I'm excited to see where this movement goes, where the music goes, where everybody goes, because this is obviously our people, but obviously bringing other races and other cultures along with us. When you said races, I thought you said races. So I got to put one thing out there. (laughs) I got a big shout out to that lady. You know who you are. Uh, You said, what will the son of a boy back ever accomplish? And I'm still doing it today. Yeah. Alrighty, thank That's you. That's for you, ma'am. Thank you, guys. <laughs> thank you. This is Rap Geeks, and see y'all next time. Peace.